When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you ready? Yeah. What's going on, y'all? This is Mega Ran. This is Matt Mania. It is a beautiful day. I'm here in Ithaca, New York, home of Cornell University and Ithaca College. They're both in this little town on two separate hills. I'm out here because I just played a show the other day. Uh, big ups to Samus who hooked it up, made it happen. I have a few days off, so I'll just be hanging out on campus, pretending to blend in like a normal college student. Might just walk out in my pajamas a few days. I don't know. But uh, And then I have a show on the 21st of April in Syracuse, right before I go to PAX East, where I'll be hanging out with Kate Murdoch. And I was here for a beat battle slash performance where I was joined by Susie Analog, who's a really dope producer. Now, it's fun being a judge, but at the same time, it's super high stress because you don't want to give people super high scores early. You don't want to give people too low of a score. You don't want to, you want to be, you know, as far as feedback goes, you want to be constructive. You don't want to break anybody's spirits, make them quit making music. Or, you know, want to become a success so they can come rub it in your face later. So I try not to Simon Cowell anybody, you know. But uh, I do think the deserving duo won. So, uh, but big ups to everybody. It was a really, really tight, tight show. Now, I am also in the mood of bigging up. So I'm going to big up my tour mates, which were Sadistic, Weird Science, and on the last show, Chesky. Uh, we had a great show in Hamden, Connecticut. I had never been there before. Beautiful town, place called The Space. It's awesome indie DIY venue. Really dope spot. I enjoyed myself, so I'm going to definitely shout them out. Um, I thought it was awesome, man. Like Touring with those guys was, was, was scary to me at first because, you know, if you listen to any uh, sadistic music or Chesky music or even Weird Science, you... You see that they're very serious, you know, and I don't want to say depressing, but there could be some depressing elements. Now, that makes me, I don't know, naively think that the artists themselves are going to be very serious, very high intensity, and maybe even depressing. But it's never like that, you know, hanging out with Chesky, we laugh just as much as I do with my homies from back in the day. Uh, same with Sadistic, I had him on the show, and he's into some games too, you know, so things like like that really surprised me, and um, it impressed me, you know, because 
and it told me a, teach me a lesson and hopefully all of you to never judge a book by its cover so it's almost like the um, you know well, not quite but like the Eminem song Stan how they're like he's like hey you know I cut my wrist and see how much it bleeds and he's like dude what are you talking about I just say that stuff so so don't get caught up in what you think you know about artists and that's that's a really important lesson and I think the same could go for wrestlers because when I was at WrestleCon I met a lot of wrestlers and um, don't ever think that you know somebody just because you read their bio a few times and things like that you know because you don't know these people anyway also at WrestleCon I met three strapping young lads from the UK by the names of Jack, Adam, and Ross. You may know them from their day job, which is What Culture Wrestling. They are my three guests today because we recorded a really good interview while we were down at WrestleCon in Dallas. Uh, we also did some mania uh, like predictions, but that stuff's not important because it's over with and we were all wrong. So anyway, nothing special happened if the recap of mania is that nothing special happened um you already know my thoughts on that but i'm just learning how to enjoy the stuff for what it is instead of being so angry and critical i just want to enjoy it so anyway speaking of enjoy i enjoyed last week's episode of raw shane mcmahon was back in control again Sami Zayn and aj aj wins his match keeps his thingy going and we got um, Kevin Owens is Cesaro. Cesaro is now number one contender for IC title. Shane McMahon returns um, again. And Roman Reigns is possibly inching towards heel status. Um, I think against AJ, you may as well go full heel because AJ is super over. So we'll see what happens though. Right now, I'm really enjoying it. I I'm really enjoying like Roman's speaking parts. I'm enjoying his the action, and I think it's I think it's been awesome. Um, quick recommendation, and I don't necessarily recommend other podcasts too much, but man, I really enjoyed the Cheap Heat podcast. Well, Peter Rosenberg and Garrett that guy they talked to Coach Jonathan Coachman, and it was a really good interview. I didn't expect him to get in there like he did. He gave a like a match by match review of raw and really got in there so big shout out to him man um so yeah i did a bunch of driving so i got a chance to catch up on podcasts mostly bill burr that's my favorite and uh stone cold and uh open mike eagles podcast and you know there's a lot of podcasts man you know what they say opinions are like podcasts because everybody's got so with that being taken into serious consideration I want to make sure that this podcast is special, it's different, it's awesome. So, of course, they'll be talking about me, they'll be talking about hip-hop, they'll be talking about results and other cool stuff. But, in the coming weeks, I'm looking toward making some changes. Papa's got a brand new bag. Ow! Anyway, I think that was... What was that? Pulp Fiction? Anyway, get my Tarantino movies a little mixed up. Alright, well... Uh, it's time to get on with the show. Uh, I'm talking to Jack, Adam, and Ross from What Culture, also joined by Casey, Link's Kinetic. I want to thank you all for the support on the tour. Thank you for grabbing the Matt Mania album. Also, for Record Store Day, we just dropped the Black Materia record. It's a record. This thing is crazy. 
We've been working on this forever. So, gotta shout out the Yeti who put this together. So go to theyeti.com slash Megaran. That is T-H-E-Y-E-T-E-E dot com slash Megaran. Yeah, not Meg Ryan. All right. Well, it's what culture. It's me. And it is Mamania. Are you ready? Here we go. Ring the bell. Come on. You know I got you. Welcome to You know I got you. Come on. Jericho. You know I got you. Yeah. One. Ayatollah of rock and roller, microphone controller, baddest man on the stick, Corazon de Leon, paragon of virtue, stages I mash down, erasing you ass clowns, ending the status quo, cause normal has gotta go, I'm your new party host, the cure for the common show, so charismatic turn casuals to consumers, you just living it junior, <laughs> we gon' break the walls down, change the game. We will rock the spot until we shake the frame And I promise it will never, ever be the same again Come on You know something? When Mix Magnetic gave me this beat I knew we would make something cool But who would have known it would be something so spectacular, baby? This goes out to all the filthy, dirty, disgusting, skanky, brutal, and bottom-feeding trash bag hoes that's hating. I got a lot of reasons you're not succeeding a major while you still minor leaguing. In small towns, I'm breaking the walls down. Lion heart, not fire darts. Climb the chalk, my style is art. Undisputed, uncompared. You under me if you unprepared. Respect us like elders. You'll stock down my cells up. You observe like Meltzer. So please shut the hell up. We gon' break the walls down. Change the game. We will rock the spot until we shake the frame. And I promise it will never ever be the same game. Come on. Very good. How have you guys enjoyed yourself? Yeah, we've had a great day. Like, it's been here at WrestleCon. We're just like meeting all the fans, selling some merchandise. It's been great, you know, just taking photos and buying T-shirts, going back with a, you know, a suitcase that is, you know, we tried to sift some T-shirts, but of course we bought twice as many just going around the convention, man. That's, that's how it goes. I've been good, man. What about you? Um, I've just been doing some time at the table, but when you wander around WrestleCon, it's just, uh, you can't turn around without seeing a face that you recognize. Yeah. Like, you just walk around, there's Billy Gunn, there's the Grey Muda. It's so many, so many diverse figures from all corners of wrestling. It's just, it's, it's been a bit crazy. of a mind-blowing day, yeah. yeah. It is insane. You guys flew in from overseas, right? That's right. How long was your flight? 11 hours. <laughs> Eesh. Yeah. Ugh. Gosh, did you watch any movies, listen to any podcasts or anything? What did you do? Like... Um, we've been, we did a live show uh, yesterday, which was really cool. We, um, we were originally going to have it in a bar, then things got a bit complicated, so we led an excursion across the street to just uh, a public space. I showed up at the end of that. I, I walked into the bar and there was no one there, and I'm like, where is everybody? And Casey pointed me to the mob across the street. And so that was cool. Uh, I was glad to be there, a part of it. Like, it was fun to see it. And what we instantly thought, me and Casey, were like, these are the people that hate our music 
and leave us very negative <laughs> comments on YouTube. Now we get to put faces on them. It's so great. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Like these faceless people that maybe say some mean or awesome things um, on, on YouTube or on social media. Do you ever think about that at all? Well, the thing is, in the lead up to WrestleMania, Jack and I have been doing a storyline and what culture, our first kind of proper experimentation. And some of the videos have been, yeah, they've been got quite a few dislikes. The dislike uh, ratio has gone all the way down. And it's just uh, nice to just see people, how much people hate things. How much people hate free things. Things that we make and yeah. give them for free. And it, they really can't stand it. Oh, yeah. It's like, those are the things they have the most opinion about. It's, it's great. The thing that cracked me up the most when people were like, I got a thing saying that there was a new video up and it was this shit. Why didn't you give me something else? It's like, <laughs> you're going to get something else in probably a couple hours. What the fuck? Don't watch it, man. Jesus. I mean, I love the responses. People are like, you know you don't have to press play, right? Like, someone's <laughs> like, like, Jesus, you know? Hey, another famous guy. We got famous guys everywhere. So, yeah, a lot of people were but they would comment and they'd be like, this is terrible. And someone's like, well, you know, you didn't have to press play. You saw it to the Matt Mania. Like, oh, another one of these. So, but I love the range of the comments, actually, uh, where it's from, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard, to this is utter shit. You know, where every one of them is like, this is the best one yet. And then someone's like, no, this is the worst one yet. So, one thing that made me excited about working with you guys for releasing the projects was that, just so I could see a wide range of opinions. There are some people who absolutely hate rap. And there are some people who absolutely love rap. And there are people who think that wrestling and rap should not go together. Um, he would never come out to a rap theme. It's, it's the remix. It's not like his theme. Yeah. Yeah, Triple H wouldn't have rap. Motorhead was the best thing. You're ruining it. <laughs> okay. Also, have you seen, you know, heard AJ Styles' new theme yeah, music? Yeah. Maybe I haven't heard that. You know. So I don't know. People always say that he would never come out to rap. Like you talk to AJ, you wouldn't think that he would come out to some rap music. Like hello. So anyway, what did you guys just as far as the the partnership with you guys and the releasing of the songs? What did you guys think? Like was it brought to your desk from someone else like and did you think like oh this is cool or like whoa this is really great or this is something different all right let's, let's give it a try what do you think um i just sort of it was sort of sprung on me one day where they were like we've got megaron's album and it's all wrestling themes and i thought that's cool i'll give it a listen and uh obviously i prefer some songs to others but the ones that i like i really like in particular the bray wyatt one is awesome and the Lesnar one. Uh, and the thing I like, I think I like about both of those is the intros are all sort of, kind of what you expect, and then suddenly the beat hits and it just flips. Yeah, just and everything's awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. positive feedback though. That's good, man, thank you. I always wonder that, like, what a, how does that work? Like, what are the conversations like when someone says, all right, we got this new thing, we're gonna run some new content. Like, do you guys get any, like, creative control over that stuff where you're like, absolutely not, we're not running that, or, yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, man. I mean, I obviously fought, you know, putting you on the channel as hard as I could. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, obviously. Um, but yeah, we have, yeah, we could, you know, we, we work with our bosses and like, they like, how about this, how about this? And, you know, we discuss it and, and we, we go with what, what we did. And like, well, I mean, you had me at, you know, the first rap, rap probably endorsed by Capcom. Ah, From that point on, the video game nerd in me was just like, I'm working with this man from hell or high water. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, so tell me a little bit about what culture, uh, for the people who don't know, what does what culture do? How long has what culture been doing it? And why does what culture do it? <laughs> uh, what culture has been going like as a, what culture wrestling, that's our kind of our main YouTube channel. We cover like insider perspectives, we do lists, we do all sorts of kind of personality 
reality-driven content about wrestling because we love it. You know, like we are huge fans and we've got a huge passion for it and we hope that translates to some of the videos that we do. We try doing storylines, you know, we have our own title because we're gigantic nerds. Um, but of course, you know, it was a website before that and the reason why we do it, I, I guess, is, it, you know, it's been explained to us like here at WrestleCon, like people have come up to us. Uh, we've had a huge range of people, you know, mothers, fathers, daughters, sons coming up and saying they really like our stuff and that, you know, it, it makes them happy during the day and like they put it on and it enjoys wasting their time and to be able to waste people's time and put a smile on their face, uh, that's amazing. It's very humble, it's very, it's like, it's really sort of, it's been crazy day, it's been like on the way down the escalator as I was coming in, a guy was coming out and he looked and he recognised me, which I never thought would happen, and he went, oh yo, Pacini Club for Life, and we too sweet as we passed on the escalator. And it's just, Aww. things like that, all these little interactions have just made, they've made us all feel really humbled, I think, humbled to the key word, because we, Sam, our editor, was saying earlier that when you sit and write and make videos, it's numbers on a screen. You just see numbers on a screen, whether they're positive or negative. But then when you see people in person and you realise that you've like, whether you've just helped them waste some time or you've done something they really enjoy, it already hits home a lot harder. And I think that's been the key sort of takeaway that we're going to have from today. It's been very, very humbling. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with the same thing. It's like, you know, you just see numbers and then you see people and say, hey, I was really touched by that or I was, I, you really made me laugh that day. And it makes it all worth it, you know. So what's the thing that you don't like about what you do? Like, what's the hardest part of it where you're like, oh, man, this again. Like that one little nuance of this. Because everybody feels like uploading cool, funny content is the dream job that everyone would love to have. So what's the part that makes it like just uh, a little annoying? Okay, I think the part of me is the fact that um, in a lot of ways, uh, a lot of kind of reporting on wrestling can skew quite negative. And that's the bit of the job that I don't really like. Is that obviously, you know, we, we're trying to, you know, get as many subscribers as possible. We want to get as many views as possible because that way the channel gets given more, you know, uh, resources to get bigger and we can do more interesting stuff. And the problem is sometimes if you do two videos, uh, the 10 best heel turns and the 10 worst heel turns, 10 worst gets double the views. And I feel like, you know, sometimes the part of the job I don't like is that sometimes you have to go a bit negative. And ultimately, we love wrestling. And I don't ever want to kind of make it seem like what culture doesn't like wrestling just because occasionally we make the odd negative video. That's the only part of it that I don't really like. That sometimes it can just, you know, skew away from the positive sometimes. Very good point. Is this the same question for me? Same well? question. What do you think? Um, is it only if you have a different answer. I do. Um, okay. Luckily, um, my least favorite thing is probably just like uh, I mean, I, I joined first as a writer. I've only been on videos really for about two or three months now. Um, so it's just it's just sort of the grind, isn't it? You get into a habit of writing articles, and there's some articles you're going to love writing, uh, some articles you're going to not like writing. And at the minute for videos, I enjoy every video I make. But soon, it might get to the stage where I enjoy some less, I don't really know. Um, but at the minute, no, I'm just, uh, by and large, having a great time as well. So, nice, yeah. nice. All right, cool, man. Uh, I think that may be it. Casey, do you have any questions for the guys? Yeah, I do, actually. 
Number one, your videos are my favorite. <laughs> um, since I'm new to this channel, can you explain the feud? Right. I didn't have time to go back and see what B BX versus, I can't even pronounce it. Okay. Yeah, what's the feud? What's the feud? Well, this comes from the fact that um, originally um, it was Adam versus Adam because there were two people in the office who had the temerity to be called Adam. Obviously, <laughs> I was the better one. And so we decided to work out who was who. And we you know, did a series of challenges, Adam versus Adam, all very kind of, you know, these were straight shoots. Obviously, we were like playing each other on video games and stuff. <laughs> and then Adam Pacitti, unfortunately, he, he went out sick. Uh, and then we just thought, well, how can we use this uh, to maybe like emulate some of the wrestling that we really like? And so we made BX versus Pachiti Club, and of course Jack is a stalwart member of Pachiti Club, the club fighting for their fallen hero. Um, <laughs> and then there was a heel turn um, because I was abandoned. <laughs> you were abandoned. Uh, well, Pachiti Club was originally three members, and they quickly, quickly turned on me. Um, and I'm the last surviving member of Pachiti Club. Uh, wow. And I've, and so far I've been getting my ass handed to me, as they say, by, by Adam Blombier. Um, hopefully that'll all change on Sunday at WrestleMania, but... Um, and, then you've, and then, aside from all that, you've also got King Ross, who's just sort of... The authority. Yeah. You're the authority. I am the authority. I'm the man that made this trip to Dallas happen. <laughs> wow. wow. All right. Is this your first Mania trip together? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, have you guys done, like, U.S. meetup events and things before? Uh, no, not in the U.S. This is, like, our first time we're, like, properly getting stateside and being what culture and nice. having it. Did you have any customs issues? <laughs> no, not too much. Okay, okay, good. I, I wonder about that. I travel internationally a lot, and, and I, people always tell me, watch out for customs. I got a friend who has a friend who got sent back because he had too many t-shirts and you know so I always ask people about it but Billy got sent back for five years so be careful really who what really be careful nah uh, one more question why would I want to fuck Kenny well, what do you do hmm <laughs> Uh, Kenny is another member of our crew who's sort of very much the straight man, I'd say. He does yeah. serious interviews. He's very, he's very light-hearted, but he doesn't get involved with the silly feud or any of that sort of thing, mm. uh, which the YouTube fans didn't really take to too well. They, so they coined a catchphrase. It's very original. Just fuck Kenny. Uh, <laughs> well. So we've turned it into a T-shirt. Anything for a quick buck. <laughs> Anything for a buck. Wow. Well, keep up the great work, you guys. I appreciate Thanks, what you do. Thank you so much. Uh, so. Do you guys do UK events when things go on out there? Do you do UK meetups or things? Or? Uh, yeah, well, that's one of the things that we're going to start to try to introduce. We want to start doing full pay-per-views. We want to start doing live events and stuff. That's, nice. that's the big thing coming in this next year. Okay, cool. I guess that was really going to be my last question is what's next? People always ask me, like, what's the next album? Even though your album just came out today, you know? But is that the, so that's the future of what culture? Like, what do you think is the next innovation, you know, in the, in the quest to, to stay relevant, as we say? Well, like I said, um, we want to meet the fans um, because we've just, it's, it's great to kind of lock yourself away in the office and with a green screen and film some stuff and put it out there. But ultimately, you want to be interacting with people because that's ultimately what wrestling is. Yeah. It's a huge live interaction between performers and fans. And if we can in any way sort of achieve like a measure of that, that's what we want to do. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. And in closing, how can the folks get in touch with you, Jack? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jack underscore the jobber. Uh, and you can also find me at whatculture.com. All right. I am at Ross on Wrestling on Twitter, and you can find me at the same place as Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at Adam the Blomke on Twitter, also whatculture.com. 
All right. Lastly, I'm so jealous of you because you got to go to Wale Mania. <laughs> so, uh, how would you explain how how did they go? Wale Mania was fantastic. Uh, this is called Wale Mania Two, which I feel like in order to like been part, you know, be a proper Wale Mania, it should have you know taken place in three separate nightclubs at the same time. Yeah. Um, but it was it was great. Um, like a big panel that who was that? Jim Ross was there. Uh, MVP Kevin Sullivan. Uh, Wale of course was there. Alberto Del Rio. Uh, like Enzo Amore showed up. Wow. It was just like a huge get together of like people like doing a podcast, telling stories, uh, having a great time. Um, Colt Cabana was there declaring his love for a Yeti, which, you know, it's fine. You know, he's, he, I, I feel it was very brave of him to come out and say that in public. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So lastly, have you had any weird fan interactions with what you do? It's like I said, it's things. It's, Who's been the biggest dick to you guys? <laughs> Hmm. Feel free to tell. <laughs> uh, we jet, like it, it feels crazy to say, but we actually haven't had any real major dickish encounters. Now, everyone's been really nice coming up and saying how much they like the stuff. That's awesome. That is really good to hear. Have you had any dickish encounters over here? Oh, plenty. Uh, well, Scott Norton just didn't want to talk to us. Like, I just walked up like, hey, a big fan of what you do. He's like, thanks, guy. Totally alone. No one's there with him. Oh, well, in that case. And I'm like, Jack's so. Jack's got a story. You got a story? So I was like, hey, can I interview you just like two minutes for the podcast? He's like, nope. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you, you're so busy right now. I understand. And that was it. No. Was it really like a dragging out? No. And then he just looks forward, like waiting for me to leave. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> wait, Jack, you got one? Uh, it, this wasn't today, but uh, the first day after we arrived, we were just outside like a 7-Eleven or something. And um, who should come walking down the street but Bo Dallas? Uh, obviously quite impressed. I was like, main roster WWE guy. I went, uh, didn't know what to say, so I just went, Bo. Uh, he didn't say anything, and then he got a, bit a little closer, and I went, "Whoa!" And he looked at me, sort of smiled a little, and then just carried on his way. And I just thought, "Ah, ah, yeah." I mean, being that's not too bad. Being snubbed from a man who is literally part of a group called the Social Outcasts <laughs> has to be a, a heavy burn. To yeah, take. that's got to be tough. Now that I think about it, that might be harder. I do understand, like he might be tired or busy or anything, so I wouldn't just assume he's always like that. I, yeah. I just want to clarify, but to okay. me, he was. <laughs> I've had two bad experiences with X-Pac, so I'm going to really? assume that he's a dick. So uh, there you go. Which is weird because he follows me on Twitter. So that's odd. <laughs> really odd. But you can't bring that up in a conversation. You sound like a douche. <laughs> hey, man, you follow me on Twitter. So talk politics and you think it'll... politics with it. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for talking. This has been a cool 15 minutes that is going to go on one of my Matt Mania episodes. So thank you guys for all the support. And I will see you guys around. All right, so that was my talk with the homies from What Culture Wrestling. I really enjoyed it, and I'm glad that they took the moment to chat with me. Thank you so much, Jack, Adam, and Ross and Casey for a couple good questions there um, about the feud and um, getting in on that and bringing that bringing us all up to speed. Uh, as you know, you can catch them all at whatculture.com and uh, get their wrestling scoops and cool videos and entertaining content there. All right, well, I am out. Next time you hear from me will probably be after or at PAX East, which is in Boston, which is going on this weekend. I'll be out there. Uh, hanging out and in wrestling news sort of um, my friend and yours Xavier Woods of the New Day is hosting 
my new mixtape, the Mega Nerds mixtape, which will be done in conjunction with Nerds Clothing, and it's only available, only available at PAX East, where I'll be with Nerds Clothing and Booth 1025. Come holler at me, come holler at K-Murdoch, and my wife's going to be there too, so come holler at her. All right, I'll see y'all around the corner. Uh, Megaran.com slash shows, as always, for show information. And, you know, email me, let me know what you think of the show, and um, give some feedback, because I think I'm ready to make a big change. Papa's got a brand new bag. So I got some really great ideas, and uh, if you want to be in on these ideas, if you know a couple of these things, if you're good at audio engineering, if you're good at sound design, if you're good at graphics, if you're good at animation, and you are a person that's just good at what you do, shoot us an email, bookmegaran at gmail, and um, I can clue you in on what I'm working on. For now, keep your shoulders off the map. As always, it's Matt Mania. I'm Mega Ran. Have a great day. I wanted to hold palaver on Ustream with Black Gallagher Float down the river when I couldn't paddle much further Ricky Steamboat got up on a two count after a stone cold stunner Heard the theme music, said oh boy that's a real bummer I still dance when I hear that sweet chin music Repeat the same sins fluid, sit tight while the caveman thaws. Announce my presence like Bonesaw McGraw Laid on my back, the bright lights circling. I am not Hercules, not even a distant relative. Open mic tried to tell me that this is all relative, but I have found objective truths in egg fried rice and fruits. I'm pissed in Honda, bruh, floating down the canal in a beat up gondola. I poison the aquifer with awkward non sequiturs. I enter just to exit, now repeat back that message, sir. I'd like to be a better man. I'd like to be a better man. Get better at making sandwiches Perfect my figure four leg lock to deal some damages Cut my afro locks off to brandish wages The wild caveman's been trained to be slavish Coated DNA fable sent by splintered RCA cable Red, white, and yellow Belly like avid camp enthusiasts I stay hella smelly A limperous imperfectionist interjects a kiss over the sample's hiss and that's a lot of S words. Get nervous when I have to navigate those breast curves. I'm just an awkward little boy still. That Chinese food money keeps my billfold bulge for real. I'll hit up LeBron for a verse before I upload myself to the Tron universe. You mogs worry about sagging jeans and street cred. I worry about hyperbeams and being derezzed. Sit at a desk in a kilt like I'm Rowdy Roddy Piper playing Delta Force 3 as Team Sniper. And yes, I'm wearing a headset And all my best friends, I talk to them on TeamSpeak And all my heroes are professional wrestlers I don't feel the need to be the best thing ever Who can shout louder from the watchtower? Who can shout louder from the watchtower? Who can shout louder from the watchtower? Who can shout louder from the... Hey party people, it's Kate Murdoch here. And I want to talk to you about something real fresh, real new that myself and Mega Ran are doing now. And it involves you, the fans. Myself and Mega Ran just launched a Patreon, a monthly way for you all to subscribe to us and what we do. 
for as little as one buck a month. You'll get free exclusive downloads, a guaranteed song a month, and if you pledge at the $10 level, you'll get a free project a month. Whether it be something we do together, whether it's something solo, a side project that I engineer or produce, it's guaranteed exclusive for you Patreon supporters. So, if you really like what we do, then this is the time to get down and join us. We are trying to bring back that Nintendo Fun Club vibe because this is essentially a fan club for the real fans. So check it out, patreon.com slash bits and rhymes. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash bits and rhymes. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 